a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. It's time now for Casey's Take on Sports with your host, Casey Patrick, who covers high school sports for the Dixon Post and Cheatham County Exchange. Now, a man who always has a take, here's Casey. Good morning. How are y'all doing? You may have noticed uh, I'm in a new location, uh, which is cool. Uh, But um, I'll go over some of that whenever we come back. But just real quick, we're going to talk Kansas national champion we're also going to talk about malik willis i want malik willis <clears throat> then uh at three for my third take tiger woods masters coming up you know we had to go about it and then uh high school sports that'll be the fourth take stay here stay here check it out Last week, last week, whenever I, I, I did uh, Casey's take for the last episode, I was making too much racket in the kitchen, so I decided to to move. I've got a different room. I got my ironing board over here. You see my Tennessee hat. Got a Tusculum hat back there. I, I paused my TV on a on a Braves hype video, so it's got Jorge Soler holding his head, and then the uh, you see the PS5 right there. That I that's not a flex. I just love my PlayStation Five, but. Um, we're going to go ahead and get into it. Kansas, national champion. I don't know uh I don't know how many of you watched the game. I don't I don't know if any of you were rooting for either Kansas or North Carolina. I didn't necessarily have a rooting interest, but I did I did want to see a good basketball game. And um I I was at I was at Applebee's watching the game with a friend of mine and and I know the I know a guy that works up there so we'll go up there and watch basketball with him and um Kansas got down quick early and North Carolina come out firing I mean you know North Carolina's first half team Kansas second half team pretty much I think most people knew that but um North Carolina came out flying and Kansas when they got down they were down 38 to 22 at one point I, I believe that's what it was and um, I looked at my phone, and somebody said that the the largest ever deficit to come back in an NCAA tournament championship game uh, was was fifteen. So uh, I I looked at them and I said, "Well, boys, I, the record's fifteen, and they're down sixteen, and maybe that maybe they'll make a comeback." And and they did. And um, I mean, you know, hats off to to Kansas for being able to make that comeback. North Carolina, of course, they got out to a to that big run, but the second half, Kansas basically did the same thing that North Carolina did in the first few minutes, and they were able to really just get themselves back into the game. I think I think they made it like a, a three or four point game within seven eight minutes. I mean, and, and if you're talking about like a two or three possession game at the at what the the twelve minute mark, I mean. That's a that's an amazing comeback for Kansas in a national championship game. I mean, you, you're not playing some little no name school. You're playing North Carolina, and uh, so hats off to Kansas. I'm not a big Kansas guy. I don't really. I didn't really care. Like I said, who won? I wasn't really rooting for anybody. But um, that was a heck of a performance by Kansas there to to fight and claw their way back in. You know, and and kudos to those guys. Um, it was. 
it was a weird, I don't know, it was a weird way to watch the game because you, you see you see one team start to pull away and you're like, oh, gosh, is this going to get ugly? And, you know, nobody wants to watch, nobody wants to watch a, a really crappy game between two teams that, or, you know, one team that kind of runs away with it and, you know, everybody's celebrating with like four or five minutes left. You know, nobody wants that. And I will say it was it was really nice to uh, to have a game there at the end. I mean, for it to get back and be close. And, uh, and then, of course, Kansas, they had the ball out of bounds with like seven seconds left or something. They go to – or maybe it was like four seconds, and they go to throw it back in. The guy catches it, and his first step is out of bounds. North Carolina's got the ball back, and I was like, "Oh my goodness! If they, if North Carolina hits this three, we're we're going to overtime, which would have been wild. That would have been crazy." Um, I love overtime. I'm just a fan of chaos in general. Whenever, uh, like if Tennessee's not involved, like if if a team that I like is not like involved in the game, I, I like I'm all down for complete chaos and. Um, just anarchy, really. You know, I, that's that's what I'm looking for. Uh, but uh, it the the game it had a nice run of you know ebbs and flows, and North Carolina comes up, Kansas comes back. You know, it's tight ball game, and and there at the end, like I said, it it was a ball game at the end. Uh, North Carolina had one shot to to tie it anyway. Excuse me. So North Carolina had a shot to tie, and uh, honestly, that's I think that's really all you can ask for when it comes to um when it comes to big games like that i mean you just don't you just don't want to see somebody get up and run away with it because that's that's boring <laughs> i mean it's just awful but uh anyway kudos to kansas uh, i hate it for north carolina i don't really hate it i don't really care for north carolina but um kudos to north carolina or kudos to kansas and uh Ah, it's been on my mind all day, last couple of weeks. I want Malik Willis. Stay right here. Okay, we're going to talk about it. I want Malik Willis. That's take number two. Uh, right now is uh, NFL – mock draft season i mean at its peak uh if if you're a fan of the nfl if you have a favorite team um i have a love affair with the draft i love the combine i love everything about this process uh and and when the draft was in nashville a few years ago that was um that was some of the most fun I've, I've ever had. You know, me and some buddies, we, we went out to Nashville and we spent, we spent the whole day walking up down through Nashville. And, um, that was, that was a really neat event. And I would absolutely 100% go back if given the opportunity, I think this year's draft is, it's not in Detroit. They were announcing something about Detroit. I think that's the next draft. I forgot where this Cleveland, this one's in Cleveland. I'm pretty sure, but, um, I'm not going to Cleveland. I, I don't want to go to Cleveland, but um, if it ever came back to Nashville, or I mean, maybe uh, a nice city that I'd want to go to, I might go there. Uh, Vegas, Vegas would have been fun last year, but COVID or the year before that, I can't remember. All my times running together, but um, I'm a big fan of the draft, and there are there are quite a few players that I would be absolutely elated if the Titans were able to uh, grab them. 
Uh, one's Traylon Burks. I, I love him. I think he's a he's a receiver that kind of fits the mold of the guys we like. Big, strong, going to beat you one-on-one type receiver. Um, I like Derek Stingley. He's going to go way before the Titans can grab him. Derek Stingley's a uh, he's a top ten talent, I think, as far as a corner. Um, he just did his broad jump and and uh, vertical, and he was he was uh, above average, not great, but I mean, watch the film. I mean, the guy's just he's a lockdown corner. But I mean, don't get me wrong. There's names. There's different guys. Uh, there's probably a few guys that I don't I've never even heard of that could be good additions to our to the Titans. But I want Malik Willis. Uh, Ryan Tannehill's the guy. Ryan Tannehill is the guy right now, and he should be the quarterback at least for this year. Um, but that's why I think if if you can make the move to go get a physically superior quarterback like Malik Willis, I mean the the kid's got the legs to run, and not just not just like run, but run. I mean he he can really make plays with his feet. He's got the strongest arm in the draft, I think. Uh, and he would – I mean, when he gets drafted to an NFL team, he'll have one of the stronger arms in the league already. Um, he's not quite Josh Allen-esque with his arm, but it's definitely above average. He's got a very strong arm. You're talking about a playmaker. And, I, you know, honestly, you're he played it, He played at Liberty. They had a pretty simple offense. Um, now, simple doesn't mean it's bad. Uh, don't get that confused. Hugh Freeze is an offensive genius. There's a lot of things that Hugh Freeze is, and that's a whole different conversation for a different day. He's got problems. We get that. But Hugh Freeze is is pretty smart when it comes to football. And he knows how to get the most out of his guys. And, and Malik Willis ran a fairly simple offense at Liberty. And he would need definitely a year to sit behind somebody and learn. And, and I think it just makes a lot of sense for the Titans to go out, get the quarterback of the future. Tannehill's not, like, super old, but I, I think we saw last year with the playoff issues. And, I, I mean, I don't want to see that anymore. Uh, I, I'd rather I'd rather lose because we're, you know, trying to make plays and trying to make things happen instead of just not being good enough to make things happen or make mistakes or, or any of it. I mean, Tannehill just didn't do anything in the playoffs. And I I mean, I, I think Malik Willis is a backup for the first year, really learning the offense. And, and here's the thing. If Tannehill goes nuts and Malik Willis hadn't really started to evolve yet and, and started to really figure out the offense, bring Tannehill back for another year, bring him along. Like, I mean, if the Packers can do it to Aaron Rodgers, we can do it to Ty, uh, Ryan Tannehill. So, uh, I, I think, you know, having Ryan Tannehill as your starter right now is not a bad thing. Having Malik Willis as a backup that can learn a lot, he can figure out the offense before he's thrown into the fire, I, I think it could really work. And, man, I you got to watch this kid. If you haven't seen his highlights, if you haven't seen his tape, you really you got to see what this kid can do. He's He's physically gifted. God-given talent through the roof. Um, he's just got to learn. And it's just like out the rest of them. Everybody's got to learn when they get to the NFL. But that's it for my second take. We're going to talk Tiger Woods at three, but y'all stay here. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to take a quick break, uh, but y'all come on back. We're going to talk about Tiger Woods at three and, of course, high school sports at four. So uh, stay right here. We're going to have a quick break. Stay right here.
Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go tour their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Those commercials were a little bit better than the ones you see on TV. You can actually probably use some of that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we're going to move on to the third take. At first, I, I had sent um, I, I sent my takes in to, to JP, the guy that makes all this happen, and uh, I told him I wanted to do the Vols baseball bat ordeal. But as I was sitting there, and and I was I were waiting to start the show, and I'm. We're going over some pre-show stuff like that. Well, anyway, um, I start scrolling down Instagram and I see where Tiger Woods is actually uh, at. You know, he's practicing for the Masters and and he's uh, he's just at the driving range or uh, I think he's at one of the holes randomly or something. I, I can't remember what it was, but he's he's just out there practicing and there is a large group of people that is like surrounding him, watching him practice, which is is nothing new. It but it's practice. And it made me think I really wanted to talk about Tiger Woods. Now, let me preface this by saying I am not good at golf. I like to play golf. Me and my brother, uh, my older brother, Andy, we'll go out to McEwen out here down the road. We'll go to McEwen or we'll we'll go to the the state park at Montgomery Bell. Well, I mean, I've even been to Greystone a few times. Uh, The course is a little bit too nice for me. I'm not that good. But um, I, I'm not a great golfer. I'm not a huge golfing fan. But, man, there's something about watching Tiger Woods play golf that is just 
it's next level how insanely good he has been throughout his career and the type of pull that he brings uh, to the sport. I, I don't know if there's um, I don't know if there's anybody else that's in my lifetime that's really pulled people in like Tiger has. Now you'll you'll have to understand. I only saw a, a very small glimpse of Michael Jordan. I was very young when Michael Jordan's playing basketball. And, and baseball, baseball's done nothing but do this since, I don't know, since 94, since the strike. I mean, you know, they, they had the home run race. It kind of went up and down. But you're talking about, I mean, even football, football's just genuinely loved by everybody in America anyway. But when it comes to golf and when it comes to the people that Tiger Woods has brought in and just the amount of attention that Tiger Woods brings to that sport, I, I don't know if maybe Serena Williams, maybe Serena Williams for tennis. I mean, I, I don't know if anybody's done more for their sport than Tiger has. And and like I said, if you can take a guy like me who, let's be honest, I grew up watching NASCAR on Sundays. I didn't know football existed until the Titans were in the Super Bowl. Um I watched NASCAR on Sundays. Uh, my dad was in charge of the remote, so uh, we watched NASCAR whether I liked it or not. Uh, we watched that. I got to watch baseball, when you know, every once in a while. I, I never really cared much about golf. I mean, it never was a big deal. My dad didn't care about it, so as a kid, I didn't really watch much of it. And the only time I ever saw it is when I went to my grandfather's house, and one of my great uncle, one of my great uncles would, he would have a, a hold of the remote, and he'd have it, he'd have it on there, and he'd be snoozing, he'd be asleep with the remote on his on his chest. So if you touched it, he knew it, he knew it, and he'd freak out. I'm sure everybody's got a great uncle like that that wants to listen to golf while they sleep, but. uh I don't think anybody has done more for their sport than Tiger has as far as pulling people in. Tiger's got, obviously, he's had issues, and I, I'm not even talking about that, but as far as, you know, the amount of people that he's brought towards golf, and, and I'm one of them. I'm I'm super stoked. I'm excited to see Tiger compete at, at the Masters. And I, and I want to say the other day, whatever I saw was, he said that it was going to be a game time decision or up to, like, last minute decision as to whether or not he was going to play, but uh, he cert he said he's going to try to. So um, hopefully he he feels well. Hopefully he he can come in and and play like you know Tiger, the the Tiger we know. But um, I'm excited and I hope I just hope and pray. I just hope and pray that we get to see Tiger in his red shirt on Sunday. You know, racing somebody for the lead, whether it's Jordan Spieth or. Greenwood or you know any of those guys I don't I don't really care um but I'd love to see Tiger just in the running for it and having to make shots and making them like old school Tiger because that was fun to watch even as a kid that didn't know anything about golf um uh, and I tried to I it took me a long time to figure out the score and, and and how you know what a par birdie and all that other stuff it took me a long time to figure all that out but I never would have cared if I'd have never seen Tiger Woods play and, um, man, that, that's basically what I have for my third take. I'm so happy that Tiger's playing this week. Hopefully he plays well. Um, but, uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about some high school sports. So stay here. All right. Uh, 
God, in high school sports. Okay, this week, um, this upcoming week, we're gonna have we're gonna have the all county basketball team, the girls teams for both Dixon and Cheatham in the paper. So make sure you're on the lookout for that. Uh, but as far as actual sports, man, I'm just hoping the rain goes away. Now I know Harpeth and Sycamore got a baseball game in Saturday, or no, that's no, not Saturday. It was Monday. They played Monday, and um, I want to say that Harpeth actually won that game. I may be wrong. Yeah, no, Harpeth Harpeth got the win on that game Monday night, seven to six. I thought so, uh, but. Uh, um, Harper Sick, we've got a lot of tennis going on in the area, some track and field right now. No track and field. I want to say last week was uh, senior night for Dixon County. Uh, I think they had senior night last Friday, I want to say. Uh, that may be incorrect. But um, we've got a lot of track and field going on. We've got a lot of athletes in the area, whether you're in Dixon or Cheatham County. And everybody's playing something right now and probably playing it pretty good too. So, um, I'm going to try and do everything I can to get all that coverage into the, into both papers. But, um, you know, soccer still, soccer still up and going as per usual. I know Dixon and Creekwood played last week. Uh, that was last Thursday night. Now, that game was electric. And, and, and those two teams, when Dixon and Creekwood meet, uh, for any sport, it's, it's actually like, it's really neat. It's, it's fun to go to. You see a lot of faces and people that, you know, and, um, I will be honest, the last few years, and Creek would have tell you this, the last few years, Dixon's kind of, uh, I don't want to say dominated, but they've definitely controlled that game with Creekwood. And, and they've been able to they've been able to win and not really giving up many goals and scoring a lot. And Chris Cardona's got a really good program at Dixon with both the boys and the girls' soccer teams. But, but the boys have been really good against Creekwood the last few years. But Thursday night, Creekwood was able to kind of hang in there and it was, it was zero to zero at halftime. And, um, Carl and, uh, Carl, if you're watching this, I apologize. I apologize if I ruin your last name, but Carl Peitch, Peitch, I want to believe, I, I believe that's his last name. He's an exchange student, uh, but he scored the go ahead and winning goal for Dixon County. It was, it was only like four or five minutes into the second half, but, um, I talked to, Coach Cardona after the game, and he said that uh, Dixon had quite a few shots on goal, just couldn't seem to make them fall. And uh, in the first half, anyway, I uh, talked to Creekwood coach Houston Daniel, and he was he was really happy with his team, and um, they really competed. They played well. He's got some athletes out there, and 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 they're playing really good soccer. They were playing really good soccer Thursday, so he likes the way his team is looking going into the playoffs, and or excuse me, going into district play. Uh, I can't get too ahead of myself. Um, but then, uh, and that, that ended up a, a one to one to nothing, uh, Dixon County won that one to nothing and gray Bovia made the Dixon County goalie made a great save at the end of the game. He, he made a good save. And then on a penalty kick, he made another save. I mean, it was like a four or five minute window there where Bovia was just a brick wall and nothing was getting past him. Uh, but Dixon got that win one to nothing. And then Friday, Dixon and Creekwood played again in baseball. They played at Creekwood uh, Friday, and Dixon got a Dixon got a big win on that one, ten to nothing. Um, that's a really strong program. Creekwood's kind of young; they're they're trying to build up some depth. And uh, and then Saturday, Dixon had their alumni game, and then Creekwood and Dixon played after that. 
uh, it was a closer game. It was eight to two, uh, but it was it felt closer than that too. Dixon kind of pulled away the last few innings, but um, got to give a lot of credit to those pitchers for Dixon. I think Adam Roth went six. He he pitched a complete game shutout on Friday night. It six uh, six innings, uh, struck out eight. I want to say or nine. I I remember looking at the the box score, but I can't I can't remember anything about the numbers. But Adam Roth did pitch six scoreless innings Friday night. He was really good. And then uh, Ben Fisher was able to come in Saturday in relief. I can't remember who started, but Ben Fisher came in and, and pitched really good to kind of finish off that game for. Um, oh, Eli Potter started, and then Ben Fisher came in and and finished the game for him. Uh, Creekwood's got a lot of talent. They're just really young. Uh, they're going to have to kind of cultivate that talent, figure out what they're doing. Dixon, man, Dixon, Dixon can pitch. They can hit. Uh, it's going to be nice to. It's going to be fun to see where that team. Uh, ends up later in the season. So um, that's about all of it. That's about all of it. This is uh, – I don't know if I'm going to be here next week. I might I might actually take the podcast outside. What do y'all think about that? Go outside and get some an actual sunlight. I don't touch grass. I'm not used to that. This is a lamp, and it's already too much light for me. But uh, thank you all for checking out the show. Again, oh, my, it's over the wrong – Right there. CBP51. Follow me on Twitter. Um, if you got something to tell me, tell me. My DMs are open. You can give me a, a story idea or give me something you want to talk about. You want to argue with me? You can argue with me. I like arguing too. So, But thank you all for coming and checking out my show. I'll see you all next week. Y'all have a good evening. This has been Casey's Take on Sports. With Dixon Post and Cheatham County Exchange reporter Casey Patrick. Follow him on Twitter at CVP51 and always online at MainStreetPreps.com. Casey's Take on Sports is a Main Street Media production.